0: Released my first book, I had no idea how to promote it. I made all the classic mistakes online toys, I paid for reviews, and even ran ads. Nothing really seemed to work except for promoting myself through family, friends, and podcasts. So, with Writing Away with Kelly, I'm here to help you, the author, promote the book you have worked so hard to finish. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Writing Away with Kelly, a podcast made specifically for authors to promote their new books. As everyone knows that follows me, I'm about to release my second book, but I have also ventured out into the world of fiction. And I have to say, I absolutely fell in love with fiction. And that brings me to my guest, who I'm super psyched to have on today because she has written a fiction book. And when I first came across her book, I could not get enough from the name of the book to the cover and what it looks like. So I'm super psyched to have today on her pub day, Catherine Stack, who wrote The Perfect Blend. Welcome to the show. Kelly, thank you so much for having me. You are so welcome. I'm so psyched about having you here today. So tell me, tell me, on your pub day, how did it feel waking up this morning?
1: Oh my goodness. It's like one of those things where you've been working on it for so many months. You've been editing it for so many months. You've been talking about it for so many
0: months (laughs)
1: that you wake up and you say, Oh, well, now it's time for people to read it. You know, now people can actually order the book from Amazon, Barnes and Noble, get it in their um, e reader or tablet or in person. Um, and read it. That's an amazing feeling.
0: Oh, it really is. Like you said, after such a long time of even thinking of the book and coming up with the characters and doing all that fun stuff, it's it's finally here. Today's the day. And the perfect blend. I love it. I love the name. I think that title is amazing because it just. I am not a coffee drinker or a tea drinker myself, um, but I am like a, a lover. Like I love. You know stuff like that. So the perfect blend to me also screams relationship. You yeah. know, and like, yeah. and like it's the perfect blend. It's a perfect relationship. Everything's going to be so amazing, which would be great if that actually happened. But, um, so give the listeners a little bit about what your book, The Perfect Blend, is all about.
1: So I was very strategic in that title uh, to basically create a vision in your mind of what exactly you just. Uh, Realized that it was about
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, the fact that the main character, Minnie Logan, runs a family business. A family business started generations ago, and it is a coffee business. It's a local coffee establishment, and you know the coffee business. There's so many coffee shops popping up all around that in this particular community, thinking about how they could stand out. Um, would be to add a special tea to the menu, but not just any tea, the perfect blend ah. of the tea that will make traffic come in, you know, all day long for this particular uh tea blend that this family business offers. It is a Valentine's Day themed book. Mm-hmm. So when you come into the coffee shop and you buy a sweet treat or, a, a, you know, some of their coffee or their tea, you get to be automatically um, eligible to receive a match. And so there's a matchmaking component about it so that on Valentine's Day, fingers crossed, you are matched to your perfect blend.
0: Wow. Where can I find this coffee shop? <laughs> <laughs> I know. So, I, so
1: Logan's coffee shop right now is in digital <laughs> land. But I just thought it was such a, cre- like a fun, creative thing that truly, literally, when we're thinking about Valentine's Day 2022, hopefully when we're out and about and, and living life, how mm-hmm. fun would it be for uh, a coffee shop to do this? same kind of thing. Yeah. It's so fun and engaging and let's just say I'll come and sign books there too. <laughs>
0: you know, I, I think it's so true. I think that that would be so amazing. I think the, the best thing about writing fiction is bringing out like into like life or bringing you know to life or whatever like our characters and and these ideas and it's when I started writing my fiction book it was I had all these characters and they had all of these like backgrounds and they had food allergies and favorite (laughs) pets and all these different ideas and it's funny because I was able to describe and name characters in my book easier than I was to like title my own books, which was so interesting. So uh-huh. was there someone or something that influenced this creativity to to blossom and to come alive for you? Who was your muse, if you will?
1: Okay, so interesting because granted, you know, as fictional writers, everything in fiction is based on real life
0: mm-hmm. um, in some capacity.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. But this is actually the first story text um, that I have written that truly the characters are out, are completely out of my mind. Um, They're not based on anyone. Usually that is the case. Like I'm already thinking about another, another title and that one is hundred percent based on someone. (laughs) Um, But this one, it truly, you know, I kind of thought I wanted to create a light, sweet contemporary romance. And to me, characters that are going to give us this sense of like comfort and hope and love, you know, they have to be their own individuals and I just had to create the individuals and I had to decide what characteristics I wanted them to possess. And then that's how I made Minnie and Robert uh, come to life in this book.
0: I love that idea. So are you thinking at all about maybe recording for Audible?
1: You know what? I, let me put it down as a look into, you never know.
0: Yeah. Cause I think like I had recorded my first book for Audible and when I did, it was the coolest to date, the coolest thing I've ever done because I was able to bring my characters to life. Or bring, like, the people in the book to life and give them, like, different voices and stuff like that. And I think that would be, like, so amazing. Okay, so your your two main characters, we have Minnie and we have Robert. So Mm -hmm. if we were to see the perfect blend Mm -hmm. up on the movie screens, Mm -hmm. who would we see playing your two main characters? Who do you envision playing them?
1: Okay, another question that I love so much because when people are getting this book... The first thing they're saying to me is, and I actually think you said this to me, Kelly, was, I really love your cover. That's, like, number one. Number Mm -hmm. two, people are saying to me, "Um, Catherine, is this going to be a Hallmark movie? I I get that a lot, too. And I'm like, oh, fingers crossed, I hope so. Um, So when I think about, like, that Hallmark movie, I really picture Lacey um, Chabert as, like, always this, like, lead character that plays wonderful movies Mm -hmm. on on there she just and she's brunette and I'm brunette so my character's brunette (laughs) Um, (laughs) and then I don't think you I don't think I can go wrong with the male lead Mm -hmm. Um, but it has to be you know it's obviously going to be everyone's going to be attractive in movie land and and in book land so but it would certainly be someone that compliments her and people that you want to watch on screen
0: yeah, she's she's definitely on a lot of those Hallmark movies, which is great. Better a Hallmark movie than a Lifetime movie. Yes.
1: Well, I you know, and it's <laughs> funny that you say that because I keep trying to live in a Hallmark movie and that's not working. But I'm also I don't live in a Lifetime movie either. So somewhere in between
0: is where I'm going. Well, you know. In order to live in a Hallmark movie, I guess around the holidays, you have to slip and fall on a patch of ice at your parents' Christmas tree farm with your friend Chris right next to you. And then you'll wake up in your childhood bed and and be able to relive your entire life. That's what that seems like on the Hallmark movie, the Hallmark channel with the Christmas movies anyway. Yeah, you got it. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. So, okay, so you had your ideas, you came up with your storyline, you put everything down, had your editing. Um, So what was the publishing process for you like with this particular book? So interestingly
1: enough, I own an educational publishing company. So Mm -hmm. I solely focus on publishing children's books and educational materials that are used in homes and schools and classrooms. But when I write uh, fiction, romance or women's fiction, uh, that does not fall under my company's mission statement, um, nor Mm -hmm. do I want to, to do that. And so I sent my manuscript away and I was very, very fortunate that. Satin Romance, which is part of Melange Books, they have been doing this for years. They, you know, fell in love, thank goodness, with the manuscript and they Mm -hmm. published it. Um, They have a team of professional editors, which are, are, um, you know, every book, certainly the editing really can make a difference. Like you bring the idea, you bring your writing strengths, but your writing challenges can be definitely improved by professional editors. So Mm -hmm. they were great to work with. And then I had in my mind a cover idea design, and I shared that and and their team worked to bring that to life as well. So I am fortunate that this has been a positive publishing experience.
0: That is so amazing. And the cover is legit. I really like it. I think it's, it's, it's perfect with the coloring, with the mug and the hots. I think it's awesome. So I know for some people when they write and they have an editor that sometimes when you get your manuscript back after it's been edited, that we tend to see missing pieces of the book Mm -hmm. that maybe the editor felt like wasn't going to fit with the whole storyline.
1: The story remained intact. I can say that the Description, the phrasing, the sentence fluency, that is what they did to help me make it better.
0: Okay, good. That's great. That's a really, that's awesome that you were able to do that. So that's super exciting. That's like amazing stuff when I mean, you can come up with the idea, write it, have it sent off, and then they just basically like, you know, button it up for you and then it's good to go. So after you finished writing this, or I guess I could ask, like, because this is a big question that a lot of especially new authors have is, How long does it take to write a book? Now, we know that when we're actually writing it, it definitely depends on the author themselves, how much time they can put in, how creative they are, if they, you know, lose anything. Um, So for you, from soup to nuts, how long did it take you from when you started to write up until today, pub day, to finish everything?
1: So, okay, I'm – I am – not a great uh, person to <laughs> talk to about timelines mm-hmm. because I'm one of those people that I, I write when I feel like it I don't write when I don't. Um, when I'm inspired I'll go to town I work 24/7 until it's done. So this particular manuscript I wrote um, in two and a half months. Oh wow And but that is not common for me. Mm. I was like, this is it. I need this done. And I want it, you know, one by whatever. So the immediate idea came last summer. I, you know, brainstormed it all in the summer. I wrote it starting in September. It was done by the end of October and I started sending it out. Wow. took several months to find the right person. Mm -hmm. And then we worked from I guess from December to, well, no, I guess from October to now on everything we talked about, editing, packaging, everything. So I guess it would be for this particular project, almost, almost a year but not quite.
0: Okay, so that's a, that's a pretty good amount of time. It's I think that's a, a pretty good... When I wrote my first one, it was about the same time, about a year or so, to kind of get it all done. But when writing something about, like, your own life, I don't know, I guess sometimes it can, you can kind of go either way, you know, like, either it'll flow very easily or it won't. Mm-hmm. But then writing fiction mm-hmm. is just, like, it's, like, more fun to kind of mm-hmm. write because you can create and come up with all these characters and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, in your fiction book, do you have a... Um, a, a, like a character that you like more than the others, like a favorite character or a favorite section of your book?
1: I mean, I really, really like the main female character. I mean, mm-hmm. Minnie is, Minnie Logan is the central figure in the book. Mm-hmm. And she just has those personality traits that you admire and respect. In fact, one of the reviewers of my book, one of the things that she said was how she instantly liked Minnie, that she was a character that you really wanted to get to know better. And I feel like that's what we all want. We want a character that we connect with and someone that we want to root for. So she's, I like her. She's great.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. So I'm in, like personally interested in how you came up with her name. How was that process for you? How do you pick your names? Well,
1: okay. So, Every one that I've written about is just a favorite name usually, but interestingly enough, like Minnie, I mean, I don't, I'm not a, you know, Minnie Mouse is instantly what (laughs) comes to mind. Um, For some reason, I I had thought about this name and then I looked up the word Minerva. So her grandmother's name is Minerva and Minerva is the goddess of wisdom, the Roman goddess of wisdom. And so I figured, yeah, you know, she is she is a wise woman and she's gonna be, you know, her namesake is gonna be her grandmother, but her grandmother went by Minerva, so she's gonna go by Minnie.
0: Oh, I love it. That's amazing. I like how you put all that together. Thank you. That's that's awesome. I love all that. Okay, so um one question I definitely like to ask all the authors when they have their books coming out is about their dedication as we know dedicating a book to someone is pretty personal or it could be like a love letter it could be you know to someone in particular so who did you dedicate your book to and why
1: so i i I love the dedication page i love reading it in all books just because Mm -hmm. you do get a glimpse into the author versus the characters yeah um previous books i've always dedicated to my family just because i'll say an idea and they're the only people that don't say that's ridiculous they're always like yep you'll get it done um but this particular title truly the dedication says that this book is dedicated for everyone who is searching for their perfect blend. Oh. And I mean, that just to me, I mean, and that includes myself. Like, it's just anyone who is, you know, not, I consider not married. Because if you're not married, you're you're always searching for your. <laughs> yes. Um. So, yeah, that's who it's for, for all of those people.
0: I love that. I love how the title has, like, you know, different meanings. You know, where it's. Mm-hmm. It's such a great, um, it's such a great thing. And I love that it is a Valentine's Day sort of romance, you know, book that you can read around this time. And for anyone who is still searching for their perfect blend, they can read this book and live vicariously through Minnie and Robert.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Yeah, I think that's, that's so awesome. So, well, um, share with the, um, with the listeners where they can find you and do you have a website and social media?
1: Yes. So truly just look up Catherine, K A T H R Y N, Stark with an E. Um, and please look up Catherine Stark on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. My company website is creativemindspublications.com. But certainly when you type in Catherine and the perfect blend, uh, you'll, you know, instantly be able to connect with me. And I, I definitely love connecting with. Uh, fellow readers and fellow writers.
0: Yeah, I think that um, that's something that a lot of not I guess not a lot of authors like to do, but a good amount because some of them don't really like to talk to people. But obviously, (laughs) I do. Obviously, you do. And I think that's amazing. So I have to say congratulations again to you on uh, your pub day of the perfect blend. I'm so excited. I can't wait to see how far this book comes. So for the Listeners, you can check out the perfect blend on amazon.com and order the book that way. So, thank you so much, Catherine, for coming on the show today. I appreciate all your time and sharing all the information about your amazing book. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you, Kelly, for letting me launch the book with you. This has been amazing. Yes,
0: yeah, had a great time getting to know you throughout this whole course. And um, I'm so excited and so proud of you for this book. So, congratulations again. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. We'll talk soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. For more information on anything you heard from today's show, please visit www.kellysmithotha.com.